0: Ian Banner, chairman and founder of E Movement. Ian, how are you feeling after an extraordinarily successful week and a wonderful race weekend?
1: Uh, John, very happy, thank you. I feel we've been vindicated. You'll we'll remember our first—you we were fairly sceptical when we first spoke, as were a lot of people. I've discovered for various reasons, but I think by putting on the E fest by putting on our Africa's Green Economy Summit with 400 delegates present at Global Capital Finding African Green Economy Opportunity, where we launched uh, Go Green Africa and then Staging Electric, which I think you visited, or I hope you did, and uh, the race. You know, we've got a movement for good on the go, and we've had the ability to showcase South Africa in the way it needs to be showcased, a, a place that is working well.
0: Ian, a couple of grumbles about uh, the quality of some of the food options and the long queues in the sense that that was overwhelmed. But very few of those, and I certainly haven't come across any complaints about anything else. There seems to have been uh, just a completely wholehearted embrace. Of the of the whole experience, so many grandparents and parents have written to me to say they didn't have tickets for the race, they couldn't afford tickets to the race, but they went along to the uh, to the family zones and they had such fun there because the kids were catered for and there were big screens where they could watch and and it just seems to have. And goodness knows, at a time when we need a feel-good vibe, it created that feel-good vibe in the city.
1: Yes, certainly, John. I mean, that's it. I'm so tired of people complaining in this country and doing nothing about the the things they complain about. And not everybody can. But you know, I had a vision for this, which is to do something for the environment. And the amazing thing about Formula E racing is. It is absolutely cutting-edge racing, as evidenced by the two breathtaking moves that we saw in the final three laps of the race. I mean, extraordinary for, for an out-and-out racer. They will, that'll be celebrated for years to come. And, I mean, a track that performed well. But at the end of the day, it's all about carrying a message of sustainability and net zero and showing what can be achieved at that level and that's really what motivated me to add the purpose piece, which is what it's really all about, job creation, about Go Green Africa, about Africa's Green Economy Summit, etc. And we are intent on being a, an agent for change, for the positive, not just in e-mobility, but the whole green economy. I want to see our Africa's Green Economy Summit being up there with the mining in Derby in terms of participation within the next three to five years with, you know, serious attendance, etc., and lots of money being invested in the one area. Oops.
0: Renewables. Sorry, um, Ian, you disappeared. You said the one area, and then we lost you.
1: Thanks, John. The one area where we can really, really accelerate in this country, and that is the, the, the area of renewables, power generation from renewables. You might have seen at the at the electric festival that Eskom, who correctly get derided all the time for the disaster that we have around power generation, next thing has developed a microgrid, produces 150 kilowatts a day, costs 3.8 million rand. One of them is powering 50 houses in the Northern Cape that never had electricity before. And the equivalent would have cost 310 million Rand to power through the conventional means. Now, that's technology developed by Eskim. People don't know it. That's why Eskom was there. We keep people love to snigger. Ah, oh, Eskim's, you know, showcasing at our event. They are showcasing the renewable approach that they're taking and being forced to take as part of the democratization of generation.
0: Yeah, well look, I'm 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 not going to yeah. be I'm not going to concentrate too much on my cynicism given the post Andre de Reiter comments about him swanning around and being biased towards renewable energy rather than sweating the coal fired power stations because that doesn't give me too much hope for further commitment to renewables. But let's put that aside. Mm-hmm. Um Ian, I, I know there was an intention to make this the first of of many such race weekends and weeks is that contractually done or were uh, were the fia people waiting to see how this went before signing a contract for next year no we have
1: a contract five years years five years in place john however it was imperative that the first year we proved our success irrespective of any contract if we hadn't put on a spectacular show that was loved by all in the Formula E ecosystem, you know, the question would have been around the future funding. It's very significantly, frankly, expensive to put this on, uh, but not in the context of what it's going to do for our country. So, you know, I contend that well, we've had incredible feedback from the teams, Formula E itself, the owners of Formula E Global, we had the co-founder Alberto Longo here. I spent the day with him on Sunday with five other executives. They are ecstatic. Uh, Everybody wants to come back to Cape Town. We had Nelson Piquet Jr. saying he he was the first winner of the inaugural 2014 Formula E World Championship. It wasn't a World Championship then, but he was the winner of the series. He said, this is the best race that I've ever been to in my entire association with Formula E. He's now a commentator. So that really is remarkable and so i'm pleased to say the wind is in our sails as far as the e and the fear ecosystem are concerned
0: and jean has just sent me this whatsapp which i've heard a lot from people i heard it a lot as as, um, as i was walking from uh, from the the sort of stadium the race area to where the car was parked in the cbd um Epre gave amazing TV cover of Cape Town, made me as a Cape want to go there. I've heard that from so many people that the mm. backdrop to this race was the mountain, was the ocean, was Robben Island, and all of the commentary during uh, during qualifying, during all of the time that this race was on TV, there was nothing but positive commentary mm. about this city.
1: Absolutely correct. In fact, West, is the TV producer, said to me and. I want to make this the greatest sporting event, never mind race that's ever been produced. He said, I've never worked with visuals like this in my whole career. And he's done Olympic Games and this and that, the next thing. So I think it's fair to say, John, that the boxes were ticked. And, you know, it's quite funny. I had a a chat to the Minister of Tourism who was in attendance. And I said to her, I think that there's a chance that the images might do better than a T-shirt to advertise our beautiful country. Oh, that was cheeky. A little bit, but why not? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's true. I am happy to deal in truth and be controversial, but it's not controversial because it's factual. And we we are intent on building this over the next, as I say, five plus five. In fact, the next twenty years, this become this has become a permanent fixture. And it isn't actually just for Cape Town; it's for Africa. We want to show the world what Africa is capable of doing. I want to see jobs being created, we launched Formula Student Africa with Warwick University, who at their own cost sent their professor of engineering, who's a battery expert that consults to Porsche, plus his racing team, to come and consult to six universities that have signed up so far into Formula Student Africa, with the Deputy Minister of Education in attendance, We are going to make this a program that truly educates young people at universities and technicons in e-mobility skills. And we better do that because we produce a lot of vehicles here. 40% of them – sorry, 70% of them get
0: exported to
1: Europe. Those all have to be e-vehicles.
0: Yeah.
1: And my word word has it that you might have had a little ride around an e-vehicle. I'd love to know what you thought, John.
0: Uh, look, I've, I've been lucky enough to drive quite a few. Uh, the one I had two days in the Mercedes-Benz EQA, which, is, yeah. I mean, uh, and, and I've, I've driven in both of the, um, the Audi e and, um, the, the BMW i8, the i3, I've uh, driven the Jag i And it is, for me, an unrivaled driving experience, Ian. I mean, I can't afford because that's the, there's this uh, price differential at the moment. But th- there is an absolutely unrivaled driving experience behind the wheel.
1: The <coughs> I'm e. the same as you, John. I've had an e-vehicle for five years. The best car I've ever had, and I've had some pretty beautiful ice machines in the past. And it isn't just the talk that everybody talks about. You know, that is incredible. But in the little sardine can I have, which is an I3, the turning circle, the visibility, the total experience, it's totally different. It's so much more than just a power differential. And that's what people don't understand. And we've got to get legislation changed so that this ridiculous tax that's based on a golf cart imported something like 40 years ago changes.
0: Ian, we could go on talking forever, but we're already three minutes late for news, so thanks very much for your time and for all the work that you and the team put in, and what a pleasure it was for Cape Talk to be involved as the official media partner. Ian Banner, the chairman and founder of eMovement.